Poundtown Podcast, Will Burge, Brian Kenny. We are presented by Barstool Sports. We are powered by live mixtapes. Shout out to Mobile Photo. And we are live at the farm in the flats in Cleveland where it's like 60 degrees outside. It's beautiful out. It is beautiful. It's well, beautiful. it's not 60. I don't believe it's 60, but it's definitely in the 50s, I'd say. Yeah, I came. I wore a coat. Yeah, I saw you were carrying yeah, a jacket. I brought, you, a, I brought my uh, pockets. It's you'll never pockets. buy into the what, what big weather is selling you down no, there. No, huh? I don't believe it. I don't think anybody can predict the weather. I think that's all garbage. Well, there is some some science, I would imagine, that... No, nah, it's trash. <laughs> it's all trash. It's fucking trash. Especially if you're trying something that's going to be like a week out, fuck yourself. Now, that I agree with. Especially here, like, you're like, oh, did you look at the 10-day forecast? No, why would I look at the 10-day forecast? No. I, I most of the time will look at the morning uh, I'm about to leave the house. I look outside, I'm like, wow, that looks bad. Yeah, how many different times this winter are they like, snow's coming on Thursday? No, it fucking didn't. Yeah, never came on Thursday. Um, Speaking of snow, we just out of nowhere just got that fucking snowstorm. What day was that? Friday? A little dusting on Friday, yeah. Friday, yeah. Well, no, that was Saturday. Saturday we had a decent amount. Yeah, Saturday. Do I had like, I don't know, five, six inches behind Oh, I did not get that. We got got hammered down here. The east side didn't get as bad either, even though they shut down 90 because they... They always shut down 90. Everybody just dies on 90 somehow. And I've been on 480, and that can be a fucking free-for-all. For sure. Why is it that you'd think 480 is the way worse freeway? More dangerous. Drivers are assholes. Way more traffic. Why does that never have the 71 car pileups that you see on 90 on the news all the time? It's just a bunch of fucking Parma people that are used to driving drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even need to see. I read, I read my feel. Yeah, it's pretty much like uh, when you swing the bat with the weight on it. Yeah. And okay. then you take it off and it's just smooth sailing. Feels like nothing. That actually makes sense. Uh, speaking of swinging the bat with the weight on it, we are going to talk about Guardians putting out an unbelievable ticket plan. I'm so excited. Me too. Um, we're going to talk about the Browns looking for a wide receiver. That's <laughs> the question mark. Because I don't know if they're really looking for one here. It doesn't it certainly doesn't seem that way. There's been some mixed reports. Yeah, unless you're unless you're uh, thinking Marquise Goodwin is the. Uh, like I said on Twitter earlier, a lot of speed. He, I remember one season. It mm-hmm. was the 17 season, and I picked him up as he went as I went into the uh, fantasy football playoffs. It was down the stretch, I'd say, and he had like three out of his last five games were over 100 yards, and he was over 90 yards in like five of his last seven. Like, out of nowhere. Was, that, was he with Buffalo at that point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, And that was it. That's only re- that's only year I remember him whatsoever. So, fuck. I mean, like him, John Brown, guys like that, they'll they'll come on at, at some random point and have like a renaissance kind of year and then just be nothing after that. Yeah, they feel like those guys are a dime a dozen, but I don't know. We'll get into it. Uh, March Madness has been great. Uh, some unbelievable games over the weekend. I love that now I'm critiquing teams like I watched them all year, yeah. even though I watched like, <laughs> like t- totally like maybe a half a basketball for a lot of these teams. Uh-huh. But now I'm like, yeah, I always knew Purdue was a fraud. <laughs> a giant Asian kid never had the guts. You know what I mean? I came in fully fresh. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, it was also Twitter's birthday. We'll get to that as well. Uh, some funny tweets out there. And then, you know, it's Wednesday morning. So the uh, Reddit story of the week, We have, how much poop is on the table this week? for None poop. No, none, none poop. I, I was like, there were about three or four stories that involve poop that I'm like, let's give the poop a break. We'll be back next week. <laughs> this week. Something a little different. Okay, I like it. Perfect. Let's uh, let's start with the Guardians tickets because the weather feels springish today for the first time in a while. Yeah, and we're coming up on, oh, I guess, so close. Away opening day. Yes. Uh, that's the 30th. It's the 30th. And then the home opener is the 7th. Uh huh. It's a Friday. The 10-day forecast says, no, I don't... I don't know what it says, but um, today, this morning, I wake up to our group text, our boy, Casey Vidmar. He threw in there and he was like, look at this. Somebody finally using their head over at that organization. And marketing wise, I do kind of agree. They do a lot of head scratching things marketing wise. This is genius. 49 bucks a month. You have standing room only tickets to every single home game the entire year. And here's the kicker because I bought, I don't know if you bought them today, but I bought them. I did not yet. They're, it's month to month. You yeah. don't even have to sign up for the whole year. Yeah. So, like, my whole thing was like, oh, it's 49 bucks a month. I'm going to have to pay for the whole year. I clicked on there. It's, you just pay the 49 bucks. It's like a $6 fee on top of that, whatever. It's less than 90% of the places that charge you fees. And then I was like, I want to read the fine print. And mm-hmm. now you can't just like automatically cancel them online. You also cannot sell them. You can't transfer them anywhere. They got to be on your phone. So, you know, whatever. If you're thinking about flipping them, that's not going to work. But 
all you have to do is just call into the ticket office and they cancel them. You just do it before the 23rd. They don't charge you for the next month. I think this is fucking genius. I love it. It's perfect. It's definitely the, the best idea they've had since the standing room only with a beer. Yes. Promotion. Um, I, I hope that the, the, the city responds. I mean, I gotta, I'm trying to look at my schedule and fill everything out to see which month is going to be best for me right now. Looking like maybe July or August, but I'm going to definitely get, you know, a set of two of them for one month. And I mean, I hope that this actually packs out the stadium. I, I I think that this is them saying, okay, we've heard you, all these different things you're crying about, why you don't come to games. Come to fucking game. And most of the time, those standing room only tickets, you're going to go get seats. Yeah, exactly. Really nice seats. 100%. So this is phenomenal. Any real baseball lover should get at least one month of this season. And, and I can't wait. And here's the crazy thing. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to just buy standing room only tickets like the day of. You uh, can't do it 90% of the time. Uh-huh. 90% of the time, they're not available. Those are the first things that sell out. So right there, you already jump past that that hurdle you usually have to go through. And then two, even if you do, it's 25 bucks plus a fee. So if you go to two games, you made your money back on these things. I just, you know, I live right down here. I just bought two for me and my son. I figured, I mean, if we hit, like I, said, I think three games a month is completely realistic. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be targeting the, uh, you know, Tuesday games. Maybe we'll, we'll record a little early. 100%. I, I want the off ones because, you know, Sarah definitely can't stand for an entire game. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to be doing Fridays and Saturdays like a lot of people are going to be shooting for. But I think this could be amazing. But those are the ones you're going to have to stand for. If you go on a Tuesday, you're going to sit in seats. You're going to sit in great Absolutely. seats. You're going to sit pretty much anywhere you want because they ha- the other thing they've done there, they've really loosened up the vice grip on like, checking tickets and I'm on games and no one's there. Yeah. They just are just like, whatever, dude, just go no. sit down there. If somebody's just don't argue with people over seats, you know what I mean? Yeah, all that bullshit about stand here until the, uh, the inning is over. Like they're not fucking doing that. No. Why did they ever do that? I don't know. They th- they thought that it was fucking up people's experience. You know what ruins people's experience? Standing at the top of the stairs for 15 minutes. Yes. 100, 100%. Uh, I I'm super excited about it. I'm mostly excited about this. I think you could probably guess why this is, I think I've manifested this dream. This is, they are building an army of people to wear parrot hats. <laughs> They're building an army of people to wear sombreros. I'm going to, we're going to do some crazy shit at that corner bar this year. Hell yeah. It's, it was my first ever idea here. We didn't do anything with it last year. We have a great uh, partnership with uh, Thirsty Parrot coming up this year. We're going to be doing once once a month parties out of there. And I like today, Jake texted me and was like, dude, we should get, we should track down everybody who bought these things and get everybody to wear the same clothes. How hilarious would that be? And I'm like, I don't know how you're going to do that. No, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, but I like the idea. And this is something we've been talking about for about a year now. Yeah, we've been talking about a cultural appropriation. <laughs> yes, basically. for the sake of silliness. And I'm pumped about it. It's going to be awesome. I just, I just, in my, in my dreams, I could just hear Rick Manning as they show a camera shot of the corner bar and everybody is wearing giant parrot hats with Barstool logos and he's and he's just like befuddled by what the fuck is going on out there. So if John Adams was able to bring an instrument into the stadium for all those years, ah. do you think we could buy tickets for a mariachi band <laughs> and just have them play with us all night? That would be fucking awesome. That would be phenomenal. I mean, that is 100%. Do we have mariachi bands in Cleveland? There is mariachi bands in Cleveland. Yes. All right, awesome. I don't know Step if you've been to, one. If you to Lorraine or Painesville, there's Yes, there's. I mean, I've been there. I've never seen a mariachi band. Well, no, but there's Hispanic. I want them dressed exactly like the three amigos. Mm -hmm. And I I want that very badly for us. That would be awesome. Yeah. John Adams can bring a drum in. Let's get some trumpets. Yeah, let's be let's be fair here. Right. (laughs) All we're doing is really we're celebrating the history and memory of John Adams with. But also, uh, we don't know. John Adams could have been like one fifteenth Mexican. We have no idea. We have no idea. And to be just to be safe, we should bring a mariachi band. Absolutely. Do you think culture? Do you think at some point they would be like, you just got to stop playing? You have to stop playing the music. (laughs) They don't speak English. We we don't know. We don't know how to stop them. We don't know how to stop. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's no one who speaks Spanish that works at these baseball stadiums. So no boss trabajo. I'm sure they wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to figure that out. Now I'm super excited about it. I do think it's going to pack it out. I was actually worried, and the reason I jumped in today and bought two, uh-huh. I was worried about them selling out. Yeah. Because they only do so many standing room only tickets. And yeah. I'm, I'd imagine they probably cranked up that number. You know what I mean? Because probably. they probably ran the numbers and been like, all right, all these SRO tickets aren't filling up anyway. People are people are buying them and scalping them more often than not because of the first ones that go, they're the yeah. easiest to flip. You buy them for 25, you can sell them for 40, people buy them like that. 
They're like, all right, can't resell them. Let's crank that number up a little bit. Um, and that's what I was worried about. I want to make sure that I'm already in for my auto renew when it does get to the warm months and every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry around here wants to buy these these SRO tickets. It reminds me of Movie Pass. Did you ever get Movie Pass? Yes. Yeah. Movie Pass in its heyday, it felt like it's so fucking illegal. It felt like I was I was doing something wrong because you'd get a card, you get a membership, you pay 10 bucks a month, and you can go to a movie a day. It's crazy. At like the main theaters. And this feels like that. And eventually everybody's like, no, 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 no. This is ridiculous. We <laughs> so we clearly didn't read what we signed. We can't just have this happening. And uh, I think that, you know, I'm hoping that it gets to the point where this is so popular that it gets ruined because that means that it is popular and the Guardians are, are succeeding. Uh, so for the people out there like, holy shit, I didn't know about this. Go check it out. If you look at any of the Guardians social media, we posted about it today on Barstool. But also just so you know, it does not, it does not include postseason tickets. No. Automatically. But here's my thought process. I've known that organization long enough, and I know how they treat ticket ticket season ticket holders. I have a feeling that they are going to allow you first crack at, at Second postseason. crack. Yeah. Or, or say, know, yeah, exactly. Real I'd imagine you're not just going to get dumped back into Gen Pop with everybody else yeah. if you've been paying 50 bucks a month all year to go to the games. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a really, really good idea. Man. I'd be a genius move to be like, I'll take October, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to prepay now. <laughs> ah, you got us. Also, I don't like I was like thinking like, man, how could I sell these things? Or just make like a username and password that I can like give to someone else after I sell them. And I'm like, oh no, they can they just lock me out of my account and then I wouldn't have my tickets for the rest <laughs> of the year. Because <laughs> they're all in there. I literally have tickets for all the games already. They're already in my that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is really, which fucking awesome made me really excited because it made me feel like baseball's here. You yes. know what I mean? And it is. Have you watched or kept track with anything in spring training? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Naylor's my, my, been hitting the hell out of the ball. Yeah. Gabriel Arias has been yep. the um, spring training all star. Uh, sad to see Henches out. And uh, I know our guys have not been mixed up in the, uh, the World Baseball Classic. So that's kind of shitty, but also pretty awesome. We don't got to worry about that. Have you been watching that at all? No, following it, but but not really watching it. You're gonna watch we, the championships tonight, right? Japan, U.S. Yeah, I am yeah. gonna watch that. You know what we we didn't get to talk about is Trevor Bauer signing over in in Japan. It's crazy. They need to take pictures of him and show every prostitute in the Asian world what his face looks like. Yes. Stay away from this man. He's going to choke you. You know what I think would be really funny is if somebody redid a scene or the whole movie of American Psycho and just. AI'd Trevor Bauer say because that's how I assume Trevor Bauer is yes. in real life. He's gonna murder hookers. Yeah. You can't take him over to, to Hookerland <laughs> and have him not murder hookers. He's gonna kill him. Is Japan is Japan Hookerland? No, but once and He's I understand, close, I understand that it's an island. Okay. But like if this guy's spending any free time, you can very affordably get around to Thailand and the Philippines and especially if you're a well to do baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're a millionaire, somebody who at one point was signing like $40 million contracts. Did he? So he had to give a bunch of that last contract back though, right? Isn't that how that went? They were short-term contracts. I don't know exactly how much he had to give back. I think they were trying to get a decent amount of it back, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Still bank quite a bit. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Trevor Bauer playing. Away. He's still only, what do you, how old do you think he is? Let's take a guess. Trevor Bauer, I think I would guess 31. 32. It's pretty good guess. Okay. He should still be, he should be on the back end of another big contract. Yeah. Probably he'd be in that danger zone where he's, I'd imagine he'd still be pitching well. Let's just assume that. And he'd be in that danger zone where only the big market teams would be willing to give him the money he wanted because it was going to extend him out past where middle and small market teams would be willing to take the risk on him. Yeah. Think about that's where he should be in his career. He if should he, probably be on the Astros right now. Yeah. If he, if he just wouldn't punch vaginas. You just don't punch vaginas. He's punching more than just that. I think yeah. he's punching everywhere on, on the female anatomy. I, I believe so, too. Yeah. Uh, but the one place that he straight up admitted was to punching her vagina, which is just the fucking weirdest thing. We're not here to kink shame, Will. It's still we're not weirdest. here to kink shame. Uh, you know what? We're not, but that's still very weird. Oh, it's super weird. Yeah. It's very strange. He, uh, he clearly took it too far. I, I bet you he's donkey punching. He's probably a donkey puncher. Oh, for sure. For sure. He can bring the woman to orgasm in the first place. Well, I don't think he, he, from, from what I've heard, I ever tell the story on here about the, the girls who talked about the videos he made. No. Oh, okay. So there was, uh, somebody that we know mutually. Do we? 
Yes, we know mutually. Uh, told me a story early, like years ago. What Bauer? I think it just left. This is before all this other shit came out. Uh-huh. That he would. Uh, he had a little group of like a stable, a, a roster, if you will. The kids call it these days a right. roster of hoes, and he would have them come over. He would only bang them if he could film it. And he would, to start it off every time, he would show this one, the video of the one prior. Yeah, all right. So it's a little weird, but not the creepiest thing in the world. It's just like... It's not far off from the creepiest thing. This is well, Dennis Reynolds shit. Well, don't worry. We're going to get there in just one second. <laughs> so he would show the vi- the sex video from the one before they recorded, and he would start, you know, working himself or whatever. And uh, the girl, who our friend knows, was like... Not only is that weird, but the entire video, he would just stare into the camera so that when he was watching it back, he was staring at himself. Yo. <laughs> right? That's why I said American Psycho. Uh, yeah. That's, That's what he up. is. Yeah. American Psycho, Dennis Reynolds. And like, uh, what I love about all this is he also, remember when he came out and was like, I have low T? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so doughy is because I have low teeth. So you got this small, bald fucking Trevor Bauer with baby fat all over him staring into his own eyes. What do these women think? Like, uh, unless they're legitimately terrified and actually afraid to run away, like, what are you doing consenting to sex with Trevor Bauer? Well, you know, especially like one, one tape comes up, you're like, okay, I should probably go. But I'm already here. And then the next time, <laughs> the next time you're like, is this a new tape? <laughs> it's not me. Yeah, that's wild, Ugh. right? Oh, it's all obviously allegedly whatever the fuck. But um, I've heard almost the exact same story after that from another girl in town as well. Damn. And I had for a while, I had uh, somebody here who runs uh, it was Vincent scene had been like, <laughs> hey, can you talk to my guy? I think it was the L.A. Times before all the shit broke out there was trying to do an expose because they had heard a bunch of crazy shit out there. And uh, Vince was like, I've heard stories from Will. You should talk to Will. And I never felt comfortable doing it. Because it's hearsay from people. Exactly. Yeah. If I had like, you know, if he had stared in the camera before he banged me, that's a whole different, it's a whole different set of scenarios. (laughs) I would love to read that story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, this is one for the record books. (laughs) Yeah. So I I never felt comfortable doing it. But the guy literally up until, I would say up until like middle of last year was still sending me messages and voicemails like, hey, man, we'd just love to talk to you. He goes, we can, can be off the record just for color. And I was just like... No, I don't know, man. I don't want to get mixed up in all that shit. No, Trevor Barrow fucking kill you in a staircase with a chainsaw. Yes. And so he had a little buddy here. So you don't know any of this stuff, huh? No, I don't know any of this stuff. He had a camera guy that followed him around everywhere. A little buddy, like a little blink. <laughs> he wasn't like a little buddy like that. But he was like uh he was just like a guy who kicked it with him all the time and fit videography did all his videography. What everywhere. kind of stature? Was he actually little in any way? <laughs> no, he was yeah, he was a he was a smaller late 20s guy do you think he had more or less teeth than trevor <laughs> he definitely had less <laughs> definitely had less uh who was pretty well known around here he was and, like a squire his fuck squire and and supposedly uh we might be we, we really might be venturing into like sue getting yes. sued territory yes here, but yes, fuck yes, cares. yes yeah uh supposedly on multiple of these occasions where he was filming these he would not say anything get up leave the room and the the little friend would come in and try to finish the business and sometimes actually finish the business all of this on video do i, I picture trevor Barber being the kind of guy that wears kimonos 100 <laughs> percent. he's got he's got samurai swords <laughs> like that episode of the office where they make pizzas and watch glee at gabe's house and he's got like this the samurai stuff with like the the seahorse ground up seahorse he's got that 100 percent. oh man <laughs> He's, oh, you know, his, house, his, his condo here probably looked exactly like the boss and horrible bosses that they try to kill. <laughs> God damn. Yep. Trevor Bauer. What He's a in freak. Japan. He won't ever hear this. He's fine. <laughs> I'll just post it on the blog and see how long it gets taken down. Let's see who's more powerful, Trevor Bauer or the NFL. Like the I mean, monster. you can just keep going. I've heard, but yeah. cannot confirm Trevor Bauer had a, a sex squire. That would come and did have sex for it. And it was literally swap in and start doing girls. I mean, if they don't tell the girl, that is rape. Yeah. Well, I, it seems to me he was flirting with that line quite a bit throughout his yeah. sexual escapades. Man, and I like everybody knows about. It. He's got like the list of different things. They're like this is if you want to fuck. This is the my list of demands. Um, he's got a fuck rider. <laughs> <laughs> Green M and M's only. 
<laughs> Those are the sexy ones. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking with no dude I'm sitting here. <laughs> Only dude Eminem I'm fucking with is my little square ass. <laughs> that little low T dude Eminem out there. <laughs> uh, uh, we are back with a vengeance, apparently. Fuck yeah. That's funny. All I right. just picture that weird dude from American Beauty that doesn't talk and has the camera the whole time. Yeah. That's what I picture his fuck squire being like. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and he would just, until until Trevor Bauer would crack the window and yell for him, he would be just be outside filming paper bags blowing around in the wind. <laughs> Coming, sir. <laughs> That's so funny. I need a sex squire. <laughs> we should all have a sex squire. <laughs> what do you think there was ever an age? There was an age probably where the, the wealthiest among us had sex squires, right? I think they just had sex slaves, period. Uh well, now we've gone to a weird place. Servants yeah. and sex slaves. Oh, yeah. Concubines and harems and the wealthiest. Well, the harems are just like haven't always been house, the best people. Right? Well, a, a harem, like it's not necessarily a whorehouse. It's it's just your private group of whores. Oh yeah, it's your your sex slave. It's your uh, roster of hoes. not even whores. They you don't pay them. They are just your your group of your roster of sex slaves. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like you'd have a good roster if you're back in those ages. You were you're a man of of good stature. Because I'm fat. You're a man of you yeah, look you look wealthy. Chubby guys. Yeah. Back then, you, if you could afford food, you'd be fat <laughs> and you'd be looked at as wealthy. And you'd have so, probably have a mean roster of hoes. Born in the wrong century, I'll tell you that much. Crazy bushes, though. Fuck Crazy yeah. bushes. There was no, there was no trimming any of that down. Doc. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. let's <laughs> ride. Let's ride. Sex squire, let's ride. <laughs> oh man, did, did you bet at all on March Madness? Have you been losing any money? Um, I mean, I did my brackets. Those those are butt fucked to infinity but and beyond. Because everybody's just, so. I thought I had both mine fucked, and I went and checked, and one of them is back in contention again because everybody's so fucked. Uh, I mean, I had Kansas. Well, that one's fucked. That one's uh, my both of them had were Kansas winning okay. it all. So I'm I'm absolutely fucked. Um, and I had them beating Alabama in one and Baylor in the other. So that one's super extra fucked. Um, yeah, but looking at like my max total points, they're not great. I'm I'm way behind. Uh, I did place a couple bets. They had the over involved. I did my first squad ride. Oh, nice. I was at a, a diaper party, my first diaper party. Okay. Which I thought was going to be far more of a feminine thing. I, no, I don't know. those are just fucking... It's no, like a, it's, it's like a mini bachelor yeah, party. You, you walk in with a bag of diapers, you put them in the corner, you and then you hammered. do all the same things you do when the women are leaving you alone. Yep. So we had, a, we had basketball going, and then we had uh, uh, an old school Halo link. It's great. Like with the LAN, we had yeah. two TVs, groups of four. It was it was fucking great. I had an awesome time. That's your Ooh. first one. That was my first type of party. Wow. I've missed a couple. Oh, okay. Uh, with like shows and stuff. You'll but... never miss another one now. No, now I know diaper parties. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but like, everybody's run out bars for those. Oh, that's awesome. They run out full bars, and they always end up at the Petticoat Junction. Well, now I don't want to do anything but play Halo at diaper parties because well, I had the the best time doing that. Yeah. Um. I don't need to go to cheap strip clubs. <laughs> I don't even know if you consider Petticoat Junction a strip club as much as a freak show. Both in the, in both ways, you might think it would be right. I'd have to go once. You do have to I've go. I've never once. been. I have to, I have to go once. If we'll, we'll make it happen. If you've never seen someone uh, in their third trimester stripping, you need to be there because that's. I'm bringing. That's where I'm bringing Sarah with me. She's never been to a strip club. Oh, they're fun. I'd it's, love to take her to the bad one for the first one. Cheap drinks. Uh -huh. Very cheap drinks. And. Uh, and, free uh, hepatitis. Free hepatitis. Yeah, you just don't get dances. That's what no. you don't do. They have dollar wiggles where they'll just stand in front of you and wiggle for a, half a song. It's a buck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they it. call them wiggles? They call them dollar wiggles, yeah. Dollar wiggles. <laughs> and then they do food buffets, and my sick-ass friends will go eat all the food in that food buffet. And I got to be honest, it's too dark in there to be get, get any kind of like grading on how the stuff might be prepared, so I don't go anywhere there. No, I've never eaten strip club food in my life. Hustle Club has fantastic food. Hustler Club, I think, is the best strip club because they will put on an actual Cirque du Soleil style fucking show. 100%. And don't want to ruin anything, but they are probably going to become a partner of ours starting next month. So Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but what was I? Oh, for Squad Ride. I didn't know how it actually worked. I thought we all just made the same bet. And then it turned out we were just putting all the money in one pot to make a big bet. And we bet uh, Texas to win, but then the over and the unders just dominated all weekend. Yeah, I did. So we lost that. Um, we one year did. You ever heard of a lightning bet? No. So a lightning bet is where, say the spread's three. Uh -huh. For every point over or under the bet, you either win whatever you bet or you lose. So if you bet $10 a point and the spread's three and they win by four, 
you'll get 10 bucks. If they lose by 26, you don't know how much you're going to win or lose. It could go as far as high or low okay. as you want, right? So one year, we were in my buddy Flender's, uh, <clears throat> at his house down in the harbor in Eastlake, and he had this like TVs and all this shit in his like garage below his house. Uh-huh. And his, uh, at that time, fiance was like, you hillbillies are not hanging out in here during the day on like a Friday. Just go down there. <laughs> so there's like 20 of us getting all banged up. And we decided we we're all going to throw them together and, and lightning bet. And I don't remember what team it was. I'm sure there's some of my friends listening to screaming the name right now, but it was the whitest team on the face of the earth. And they made it rain threes and we won so much money. And it was Fuck the yeah. most fun thing I've ever done. Most fun thing. Ever. You could, good luck finding someone to take lightning bets. I don't think they exist anymore, but okay, they were for a while. It was a very dangerous. Uh, it's, um, <clears throat> oh my God, I can't think of his name. Uh, Artie Lang. It's his favorite. It's the only way he bets. Really? Artie Lang's is the only way he bets is lightning bets. I know he's very into it as well. Because so. you need, he wants like the juice of like, I don't even know how much I'm going to lose. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this, could be, this could go anywhere. <laughs> he's got a real problem. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, look at his nose. He's so, got a bunch of problems. Yeah. yeah. He's, is he still alive? I think so. We, that, that's worth a Google right there. I'm almost positive, Artie but Lang, I can never be fully alive, positive. Question mark? <clears throat> yeah, he's still alive. All right, already still kicking. Fuck yeah! Did you ever see Beer League? Yes, amazing movie. Yeah, very very funny, very funny movie. Um, also, you know, it's a funny ass um, a funny ass movie that uh, somebody just put a clip out. We're just all over the place today, but uh-huh. I don't care. You have you ever seen the cam- is it called the campaign? The one with uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. So underrated. When the little boy is talking about letting the goat lick his penis, <laughs> yes. I I I cry laughing every single time. So funny. That shit is so funny. And it might be Zach Galifianakis has Galifianakis had some really funny characters. Uh huh. That might be my favorite character of his. It's a really good character because when he's like with his family and they're all just like bullying him, and the dad's just like like it, it's something about the way he plays the character so perfectly. You know what I mean? Yeah. God damn, that's a funny movie. <laughs> and I know they always push the line to push it, push it real good. That might be the least funny line in the entire movie, even though it is funny. Yeah. There's so much funny shit in there. Anyway, we're way off track here. Not that it fucking matters. Uh, do you like the upsets? Do you like uh, Purdue going down uh, FDU and all that shit? That's fun. Love right? it. Yeah. Super wild that like, and I've I've said this a million times, so all my friends and family that listen to this, sorry to have to hear it again, but why it's crazy to me that that giant fucking kid from Purdue is not even going to be a first round pick when like 10, 12 years ago, they're like, they'd be like, this is the next Yao Ming. This yeah. is the next dominant big man. And now it's like, he has no place in today's NBA. No, it's crazy. He doesn't even have a place in today's college basketball. Look what happened in the last 12 minutes of that game. He didn't even attempt a shot. You know, they, yeah, they figured out how to pester him down low when he was on the offensive end and on the defensive end. For the most part, they're like, okay, let's not go to the rack anymore. But then they still would get caught slipping and he would just fucking swat the yeah. shit out of it like King Kong. Which is awesome to watch, yes. but I can't stand Purdue in anything. So that was like, I was so excited watching that upset. I like Purdue football. Really? Why? Yeah. Um, I One of my grade school coaches, uh, he played offensive line at Purdue. And okay. his two, and he actually is a, a boilermaker as, as his trade as a job. That's a that's After really a do. thing. That's like yes, you could okay. be an actual boilermaker. And his his two sons were buddies of mine, amazing dudes, the uh, the Fanukins, and uh, yeah, they, they, their dad John Fanukin was a fucking monster. We'd be out there in the pouring rain, freezing cold. I'd be in the seventh grade, just wanting to go home, and he'd be out there with fucking sweatpants cut off into shorts and a sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off, his giant fucking arms, just calling us all pussies. That's awesome. Yeah. I uh no, I have no love for Purdue. Don't also, like them. I, it's mostly because of basketball. I just don't really like their yeah. basketball program. Um, but did you see yesterday? And you're not a big Twitter guy, so maybe you missed some no. of this. But the, yesterday was Twitter's 17th birthday. Uh huh. And they um, I, I the pop crave or some shit. I don't know. Put out a tweet and it was like, and they must do this every year because 17's a random number to do it on. So they're like, what is your favorite tweet of all time? And I had the most fun. Going back through like the quote tweets and the retweets and all that shit. Uh-huh. There. Most of it sucked dick because it was like the Swifties and the B- BTS people. Like, what are Swifties? Swifties what are Taylor BTS Swift people? fans? Okay, I know what that just, is. Like posting the one time she teased a single coming out or something, which is okay. not funny or cool. BTS is the Korean kids, right? Yeah, and then one yeah. of them, one of the tweets I kept seeing coming out about that was one time one of them, the, the cute one, was eating corn somewhere, and they were freaking the fuck out about that. 
See, that's ridiculous because they're all the cute ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could take them and do one of those like magic shell things where you just like move them all around. I would not know. I wouldn't be able to tell you between any of them. All the cute ones. They're all the cute ones. Do they speak English or do they only sing English? I honestly, the only thing I do know about them, I didn't even know they sang English. I knew that they were a Korean band that that kids go fucking ape shit for. That's you, it. I bet you, you you've heard and maybe would hum along to subconsciously or inadvertently or whatever. A couple of the songs. There's a whole so many songs as I did not know it was B- BTS. I just oh. thought it was like a random boy band from here. They just sound like white kids from you know New Jersey. Or There's something. so many popular bands that I'm like I I have no idea what the fuck they sing, and then people play me. I'm like oh shit okay yeah no, like Post like, Malone yeah I had I I I only knew White Iverson, and then people were playing me the other songs. I'm like he's a singer. He's this guy's awesome, dude. He, I saw him at EDC one year, and you know that's a raging EDM festival. Uh-huh. And he pulled a stool out and did Skinnered covers. Oh, that's on awesome. Acoustic. It was so fucking badass. Fuck yeah. It was great. And then I took my son to see him here last year. He just broke his ribs. It was a great concert, though. Like, he is one of those like pop artists that I will get into a argument with people about that guy should not be fit into that category. He's he's cool as fuck, actually. He's amazing. I, I like really before getting into his music at all, just would see things about him online, like about how much he loves Olive Garden and Dennis Rodman giving him an Olive Garden gift certificate yeah. and him being super pumped so and grateful. Happy. I'm like, yeah. this is just a wonderful person. <laughs> so I was going through some of these tweets. Do you have any of your favorite tweets from all time? Is there anything you can remember off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, um, and I, I have one screenshot, but the, the couple off the top of my head are, um, I love kissing titties. Yep, that's on the list. Great one by Mitch Trubisky. Classic by Mitch I love, Trubisky. And it's even better, they just never deleted it. Yes. Just, I'm riding with it. Cardale Jones, I'm not here to play school. Forgot about that one. That's an all time really classic. Uh, and then this one is just super weird. And I, I did remember this one. I had to Google it, so I'm saying it right. Um, and it is from uh, Horse Divorce at Horse Divorce. <laughs> and it says, Me, can you dust my wets? Server, you could just ask for Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Me, confused, lifts all my spaghetti with my hands. Please, my wets. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. I love, I love those accounts. I love those accounts that just tweet weird ass random <laughs> yeah. shit. I was actually combing through here before I get to the actual tweets. KB, who obviously works at Barstool, uh-huh. he was originally I was a fan of his because of his tweeting. It was hilarious. He would post these. I found the thread I'm gonna send you of him fucking with people on Craigslist. Okay. It is so goddamn funny. But then I went even deeper and I found him trying to pitch BuzzFeed lists to BuzzFeed. <laughs> and he was pitching them the top 10 tweets of the week. And these BuzzFeed lists were just, you know, like Somebody will have a viral tweet go viral, and then all these other people just copy it, hoping that uh-huh. theirs will go viral too. And it's copy content. His lists were just those tweets, same tweet by all these by ten different people, and he would write little BuzzFeed esque lead-ins to each one, like, "Bruh, no way!" And be like, "Essentially, like, hey, you got to listen to this one." It'd just be the same fucking tweet over and over and over. <laughs> That's when Twitter was so much fun, man. Back in like pre two thousand sixteen, probably pre two thousand fourteen, before like the politics and everything, like. Yeah, really washed over, and it was just a. It was mostly just for making fun of shit. I do love uh, anything Austin Carr now, like the the completely incoherent to his responses. Just yes, go cat. (laughs) When he responded to himself, was all times. (laughs) Oh my god, so good, so one of the best. Um, Okay, so here's a couple that I uh, that were I I didn't pick these. These were in. I just went through and picked the 25 best of what everybody else picked. You ready? Uh This is an all timer. You probably remember this one. It's from Alaskan Carl One, and he said. I spilled baked beans all over myself watching Cars 2 in theaters and a black teenager shouted, this eating beans! And everybody- <laughs> That's how you gonna watch. So funny. Uh, this one is from uh, L again. Like L, like you took an L. Uh-huh. It says, she said, this is from 2021. What happened to that plane that just disappeared? Like, question mark, question mark, question mark. And Ring Alora says, all them people vanish into thin air. And she responds back. Just somebody just responded to her tweet. She responds back, like something fishy going on. It's not just your pussy. <laughs> you <just> put the <laughs> like that one. That's a fun one. Uh, this is an, actually an article that got pushed out by Complex, but the headline is so goddamn funny. And it's Brooke Hogan says she was the victim of racism once told, quote, white people smell like balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a her blowing a kiss on the picture. That's funny. Uh, this is from I want to give proper credit in case any of these people listen to the podcast. Keith the God with an X for the instead of a zero in God. Okay. Bro, so I had court this morning. 
And the judge asked this man who drove him because his license was suspended. And he replied, my bitch, with a straight face. Then after a long silence, he'd go and say, oh, my bad. My bitch, your honor. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. What else we got here? Uh, there's the Tyler, the creator, cyberbullying one, which is so off base. But you know, you know that one? Not really. Ha 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 ha. How the fuck is cyberbullying real? Ha ha ha. N-word. Just walk away from the screen like N-word. Close your eyes. Ha ha. Like off base, but very funny. Uh-huh. Um, that one's stupid. Wayne Rooney, all the way back in 2011. You know, who that I is? know that is. He tweeted at himself. I'll put you asleep within 10 seconds, you little girl. Don't say stuff and not follow up on it. I'll be waiting. He was tweeting himself. <laughs> That's good. I love to kiss titties in there. Perfect. Uh, <clears throat> the Ray Allen one. This is back in... I don't know what year this was, but I want to say it was 2012. Oh, I remember this When one. he was sexting with somebody. He said, I'm getting there. When you masturbate, think about my tongue on your, your clit, switching back and forth from my dick to my tongue. <laughs> that out I saw simple. Big Cat tweet that. Yep. And uh, a bunch of people were like, yo, delete this, delete this. You're going to get fired. Why would he get fired about that? Yeah. People didn't realize that he was quote tweeting. Something. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> and um, Britney Spears, this, we're getting to the, the celebrity section here, ready? Okay. So Britney Spears tweeted this in 2011. And nobody knew she was crazy, apparently. Does anyone think global warming is a good thing? Question mark. I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. <laughs> it's just one run on sentence. Uh, did you maybe you remember this one? Uh-huh. Thank you. Next 327. This is back in 2019. I do not know if this is going to tweet. I'm talking to my fridge. What the heck? My mom confiscated all of my electronics again. And you know how you can see what they tweet on? It's an uh-huh. LG smart refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never saw that one. That's a good one. That's got like uh, I don't know, 180,000 likes on it or something. Uh, is there any other really, really good ones? Oh, this one. I never seen this one in my life. This was a big one though. It's from Hello Cullen. Wasn't responding to anybody. Just tweeted this into the ether. Me and my friends would have killed ET with hammers. I can tell you that much. Fuck <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that one. <laughs> really good. Yeah. I never wrote that one. Um, Dean Norris, Dean J. Norris on Twitter, who I believe was a politician at the time. He just tweeted sex gifts because he was obviously searching for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the Stephen A. Smith one, very famous. Take a look, y'all. And it's just IMG underscore four three four six at JPEG. You ever seen that one? No. Oh, that's a super famous one. I'll turn around so you can see. You like I couldn't attach the picture properly or uh-huh. something on this phone. That's from all the way back in 2015. That's probably when they still had TwitPick. Remember TwitPick? Yes. It was I a do. separate service uh-huh. so that you could tweet out pictures. Like links to pictures. Yeah. Um, this one's pretty good. So today I was looking at a girl because she had a piece of lettuce in her hair and she looks at me and says, I have a boyfriend. Okay, lettuce head. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, Then I threw in there the fucking A man from Hank. That's a good one. He just put fucking a man. What do you mean to say? Fucking A man. Uh, Yeah, I I think I've seen that one. Jersey Jerry's shitting his pants. That's all timer right there too. And then one of my favorites all time, you have to go look it up for yourself, but I want to show Brian because it's too goddamn funny. Was being responsible, didn't drive home after happy hour last night, came back to pick up my car, and it's in a fucking farmer's market. <laughs> it's, it's parked on the street. They have literally set up the tents around his car. Good stuff. That's good. And I'll send you this link because there's all these like Craigslist ones. Like, okay. dude, some of these are so fucking funny. I'm, I'm like half tempted to read one, but we're already 40 minutes. The yep. ET one's my favorite. Have you read all these? No. Oh, okay. No. I'm going to read this one. I'm just going to give you one KB Craigslist. Too. Uh-huh. So he would go on a Craigslist and he would respond to ads and just troll people essentially, right? Uh-huh. A lot of people did this, but I, I dare to say that I don't think anybody was as, as good as him. So this is an ad called <clears throat> Looking for a Puppy for My Kids. We are looking to add a new puppy to our family. I have, to, I have two children and we are really hoping to find one ASAP. No scams, please. That seems to be all we keep getting. Thank you. So he responds. Yeah. So he texts them. Saw your ad on Craigslist. I have a puppy that I need to get rid of due to personal problems. They responded. Okay, good. What kind? He responds. Just family problems. I feel like my relationship with my son is declining and he's been spending more time with the puppy than me lately. I try so hard to be the best dad I can. I can be, but I just can't seem to connect with him on an emotional level. Sometimes I feel like 
He still hasn't forgiven me for divorcing his mom. I bought a puppy to fill the void of a missing wife, but it's done nothing but distracted my son from bonding with me. And the people responded, sorry, I meant what kind of puppy? (laughs) And he goes, oh, he's a German shepherd. My son named him Buzz after Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. So they responded, do you have any pics? And he sends a picture of his son in a Toy Story thing. It says, he just turned five and started kindergarten. This is him last Halloween. I would send you a more picture, a recent picture, but I can't even get him to smile anymore. And they responded, no, I meant pics of the puppy. He said, oh. And he sent him a picture of a little German shepherd. Uh-huh. He said, are you trying to give him away? They respond. He said, I would need to charge you a small fee. My wife left me with almost nothing after the divorce. I can barely afford to even pay my bills anymore. I still miss her, though. They respond. <laughs> I completely understand how much. He responds, so much. I still think about her nonstop every day. <laughs> she was my world that I don't even know where it went wrong. One minute, everything was perfect. And then, boom, she's gone. Didn't know it was even possible to miss someone this much. And they said, Christ, man, I don't care about your wife. How much for the puppy? Damn. He's, he goes, oh, I could do $500, nothing less. They're like, another fucking scam. Get a life loser. <laughs> Love it. These are funny. There's like 50 of them. They're $500 like, for a German Shepherd puppy isn't bad? No, it's actually not bad at all. But they actually, they told him also, no wonder your wife left you. Damn. Which is uh you that person's a real dick. You'd expect one at least. Oh man, I'm really sorry to hear it. How much? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how much again? Uh so yeah, those are the those are some of the best tweets. I feel like there's better ones, or maybe they're just better scenarios, but this is pretty good tweets for the all-timers. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. All right. So quick thing on the Browns wide receiver. I don't have a ton on this, but they want to run a, fi- a a spread offense with four and five wide receiver sets. They don't have four and five wide receivers to run out there. They don't seem to be all that eager in the market. Cleve TA did just tweet the other day about the moves over the last three seasons that have been made after this date. I think it was on two days ago, and it was a ton of huge moves. I mean, mm-hmm. so this tells me two things. One, they weren't really feeling the free agent market, which I guess. Yeah. You know, Mer- but outside of McCole Hardeman, I know there wasn't really anybody that even interests me all that much, and he was a meh. Did he um, sign somewhere? He has not, no. He okay. Has. And then they didn't get on the Cooks trade, which makes a lot of sense between injuries and money. Um, seems to me that they probably are going to fill in with a trade somewhere, but that feels like it's really rolling the dice at this point, doesn't it? Everybody wants Jerry Judy. Everybody wants the biggest name possible. Yes. Because supposedly, Josina Anderson said that they're out on DeAndre Hopkins. So, Miko Hardman, I also get, if Patrick Mahomes couldn't make him a star, fucking nobody can. Um, Jerry Judy has not done a bunch. He has not done all that much. He had one season. I would have rather had Cooks than Judy. Yeah, he, if he was if held, assuming health, yeah. obviously he came close to a thousand yards and had like six touchdowns last year, but that's not that awesome. He played in fifteen games. That that's a pretty good sample size. I just I don't think that the kid he's only twenty three, which is cool, but then you're on the hook for that contract moving forward. Um, I don't know if you're gonna find a second round pick that's gonna be better than him. That is that is the question, right? But, Are you gonna be able to draft a guy with a second round pick that's gonna be better or? Are they looking at and reading the tea leaves and saying, is Jackson Smith and Jigma, Jim Jigma going to fall far enough to where the price would allow us to go up and get them? And you, you got to jump a bunch of teams to get them, though. You took David Bell in the third round last year. You didn't really get much out of him, but maybe you can develop him a little bit. At this point, they have a few wide receivers plus a tight end that they're paying. Mm-hmm. And I'd imagine in those five wide receiver sets, he's going to be one of them. Um, I just I think that this team needs a lot more depth. I think that there's so many different potential issues that they could have where if one person goes down, the team is largely going to fold in certain aspects of the game. Yeah. So I think either you could go out and and you know, if we're, we're saying like cars, like you could build this fucking uh like a Lamborghini that can go 200 miles an hour, but it's fragile. And you know that you're going to be racing on a rocky surface. Or you can go build a fucking tank. Go out there, use those those draft picks, build yourself a fucking Hummer, and, and have some depth for the next couple of years, especially when the you know the supposedly bill is going to come due in about two years. Yeah. So you can start getting cheap contracts now and start getting guys playing time now that can have sustained success instead of the whole sellout for one, maybe two years. I can't, I just can't imagine them thinking we can just plug in a rookie wide receiver and it's going to work out well. How often does that happen? Even the top, top guys, how many tear it up their rookie year? There isn't many. 
I mean, lately you've had a couple, like you had your Justin Jefferson and you've had your Jamar Chase. These guys are going to skew the same way Anthony Richardson's getting skewed at the top of the draft because one guy was able to overcome all the issues this guy has. Yeah. I I don't trust them to find that guy. No. Sorry, AB. I don't. And uh, two, those also, I'm trying to think through those two systems. And yeah, those were systems that had been in place offensively. This is going to be a rebuilt system. I'm sure a lot of the terminology is going to be the same, but you're not just plugging a guy into a team that's been running an offense for a couple seasons. You know what I mean? J- Jamar Chase was, what, second year of Burrow? Yeah. Yeah. So he had been there one year, I guess, but they were running the same shit. Why are we looking at this as this mad scramble to get Deshaun Watson all these weapons when last year with Jacoby Brissett, they were 10th in offensive efficiency? Don't you think bringing in a better quarterback is going to improve that why are we not thinking that maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones can really break out? Maybe they are thinking that. That could be their thought process, yeah. which, you know, I'm actually not panicking about the white. I know there's a lot of panic out there. Like, you go through, like, I think a lot of that gets amplified with the guys like Chops and them who, like, quote, tweet everybody panicking, so it feels yeah. like everybody's panicking. I don't feel the panic there. I would like them. To, I mean, they need to at least sign one or two more receivers. I just don't think yes, for sure. they don't have the bodies right now. I, I maintain DJ Chark. Yeah, uh, I like Chark. I actually think that's probably the move out there that I would do if I'm going down that road. And I would use a higher draft pick on one, too, as long as it's a guy you feel comfortable with. I would be totally okay with trading up if you're getting a talent like uh, uh, Smith and Jigba, but I don't know if you're going to be able to get him. You know? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So I don't know. I don't feel the panic, which probably doesn't make for a very good segment on a podcast, but no. But people are panicking. Yeah. And we're telling them not to. Don't panic. All right. It's time. My favorite part of the week, every single week. By the way, I don't even know if we have a stand-up comment coming on Thursday. So we'll figure all the text. Yeah. We'll figure it out. yeah. Um, my favorite part of the week, every week, it's Brian's Reddit story. He promised us no poop. Let's see if he holds up his end of the deal. No, so I'm gonna do two things. One of them is very quick. I'll save that for a second because it's it's the fucked up part. All right. But it's so funny. You've probably seen it. So this one is another today I fucked up. Um, so the guy says, I work a few miles away from where I live. So I usually go home for lunch. I've saved tons of money. I get some time to myself and generally it's just an enjoyable hour. I was in a pretty good mood today. And when I'm in a good mood, I love to have jam sessions in my car. Today was the Foo Fighters. I'm cruising down the road, blasting some tunes, paying attention to where I'm going, but not much else. There's a somewhat dangerous turn that I have to make to go home. It's a stop sign about a hundred feet away from a pretty curvy turn through some thick bush tree overgrowth stuff. Basically, you look both ways and get to scooting and hope for the best. I looked to my left, didn't see anyone, took that as my cue and made a right. Uh, I'm having a great time with the radio cranked up, anticipating some delicious sandwich that I wanted to make. And that's when I realized what was going on. I caught up to a car in front of me and started noticing that there were a bunch of cars in front of that one, all with little flags on them. Oh, shit. It's a funeral procession. Well, at least I'm in the back of it. I'll slow down, give them some space out of respect, and I'll be on my way. For about a minute or two, everything seemed fine. The funeral procession took a turn down a different road, and I continued on my way. Then I noticed there were cars behind me. (laughs) A lot of cars behind me. I don't know how it happened, because I always thought the funeral processions drove pretty tight together. I thought cops were always hanging out with these things, but I didn't see any. I'm not sure if it was the curvy road, a stoplight, or what, but the damn thing got split in half, and I was leading the middle. Oh, no. And I am leading it now. (laughs) (laughs) I have a flag on my car. It's an Ohio State antenna flag. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> and I love it. But today it fucked me over. Looks kind of like this one. Just shows a, a Buckeye flag. It was close enough in color to the maroon slash red slash some color that I'm sure has a name that the others had on their flags, I suppose. And I maybe got people confused because that whole line of cars was following me. I turned into my neighborhood and so did they. No. Wait, so he has now split off half of the funeral. <laughs> I think he's just riding in the middle of it. No, no, no. Everybody went one direction. He's going home. He's got a red flag because he's an Ohio State fan and everybody thinks he's part of the procession. I turned out of my streets in my following. I was leading these people off track and there was nothing I could do about it. I was the shepherd and they were the sheep. Poor sheep. I'll be honest, guys. I took the coward's way out. I really did. I opened my garage door when I was a house away, pulled into my garage and closed the door. The line of cars was basically stopped in front of my house. They eventually drove off aimlessly wandering, <laughs> looking for the rest of their herd. I ate my sandwich in silence. It was a pretty fucking delicious sandwich. Sourdough, turkey, avocado, cheddar cheese, hot sauce, and some Doritos for extra crunch. But I'm Great sure sandwich. it would have been even better had I not ruined the damn procession. I feel like shit about it. That is fucking hilarious. That's amazing. I'm going to go right out of the game and say I think that one's real. I think it's real. That feels like a real story. 
that is that's I never even I feel like I've thought through a lot of different scenarios in my head as I ride around. I've never even thought about that being a possibility. No, the, the idea of them all going through like a little like neighborhood, like brown coat, like past cul-de-sacs, and then him just opening the garage door, going. To the garage Imagine seeing this line of cars following you, just freaking out, going, "No, no, please, I'm not with you. This is not it." That's and then so people funny. are going to be at the cemetery, being like, "Where is everybody?" <laughs> Fuck, that's great. I love that. That's great. Yep. That's, that's really good. One. That's just good old-fashioned fun. That is, that is the good old stuff fa- I've been bringing to the table. That's clean fun, too. I that's like clean fun. This one is just a quick thing. Um, it's not clean fun, but it's funny. So you may have seen this. Uh, so it's a uh, an Ask Reddit. Somebody asks, you can have sex with one real person from all of human history. Who is your ultimate lay? Somebody responds, I'd like to have sex one more time with my wife who passed away from cancer nine years ago. My body yearns for her. The ultimate downside to finding the one she may die young and leave you wanting. And then the next comic comment below it is, I also choose this guy's dead wife. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's my favorite. That that right there is TikTok comments. Like now I'm starting to get into TikTok comments. Yeah. And I still refuse to go on TikTok, even though I'm getting in there a little bit. Um, I just go find the comments all over there, all over Twitter and everywhere else. Uh-huh. And they're all shit like that. That's fucking hard. I've had some different ones where like, I'll see something. I'll have a comment that I think is absolutely brilliant. And it turns out it is pretty brilliant, but it's just been had and it's already on there. Like I never uh, find shit quick enough. Yeah. And when I get all excited, I got something. It's like, nope, nope. somebody already had it. They have 2000 likes. That's so funny. That's really funny. Those are good ones. I like yeah, that. That was you. different. A little, we took a little, t- we detoured away from our funeral. We'll bring perception. back to poop next week. Yeah. We'll go right back to poop next week. Don't you worry, folks. I keep hearing sounds. Is someone in here? This place is haunted. And it's not even that windy. I guess it's a little windy. Um, I don't know anything else. What do you got coming up stand-up wise? Uh, uh I got a, a good one. Um, Mother's Day. I will be headlining hilarities. Nice. May 14th. I will be headlining hilarities. I need you to come. I need you to bring your mom. It will be a great time. Whether you love your mom, it's a great, great option for a present. Come see me. Have a good time. Uh, or you hate your mom and you need to spend time with her. This is an hour and a half where she can't talk or they will remove her physically. Good point. So it really, from every angle, this is the right move to make. It starts at seven o'clock. So you can still have some fucking ham or whatever you do on Mother's Day. You and then you can come back to us. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't really. I mean, I celebrate it. I say happy Mother's Day to my mom. Give her a card, but ham. I should make her a ham this year yeah, and tell her Brian told me this is what I'm supposed this, to do. This tradition. I will baste it in the most delicious of juices. <laughs> have your sex square do it. Yeah, have my sex square baste the ham. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything coming up. If you have a time machine, you can see me at Judd's last night. That's what I'm All right. Maybe possibly, if I'm not in New York, Thursday night, I'll be at High and Dry. All right. Talk to cool. Bill about that. Also, Bill Squire is going to be coming on the podcast in the next week or so. Uh, he's got a headlining gig coming up at Funny Stop. He also... Got a one on a strong punch machine at high and dry last week. God, that was fucking funny. I don't know how it's possible. I don't know how we missed. He whiffed and hit it just enough to get a one, which I didn't even know was possible. So <laughs> it's more impressive. It's way more impressive. It's amazing. Impre- also, I kept getting scores higher than everybody else, and they kept talking about how tough I was, and it was very uncomfortable. I didn't <laughs> feel and I didn't feel like I was even hitting it that hard. And it was just like, you know, it's a bunch of comics in there. Bad boy will. Bad apparently. Yeah. yeah. Smashing faces. All right. Uh, that's it. And we'll talk to you guys later in the week. Yeah. See ya.